Hey, hey, love. Welcome to the Free and Well podcast. I'm so glad you are here. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about what to do in moments of big, difficult feelings. I'm going to share with you a couple of the typical routes, typical responses that I think a lot of us have to big, difficult feelings, so you can kind of pinpoint what your autopilot or instinctual response is, and then I'm going to share with you two steps or two tools to use in the moment when you're having a big, difficult feeling to really start being more in tune with how you're feeling, what you're needing. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you love it. And before we dive into that, I do want to share with you, we have just a little bit more time for you to join Bloom with all of our amazing early bird perks all of the early bird perks end June 1st. So if you're in a space, my friend, where you are so ready to start feeling more confident, you are so ready to stop seeking so much validation from other people, stop second guessing yourself, stop being so hard on yourself. If you are in that space, I encourage you to check out Bloom. Bloom is our eight-week group coaching program, and I'm so excited because every round that I run, I get feedback from the women who joined, I get their feedback after the program, and I'm totally upgrading, elevating, refining the program, and I am so excited to share it with you. So it's eight weeks Um, Every week you get a training on a powerful, effective, but super doable and practical, okay, super practical and doable psychology-backed tool that's going to help you build out over our eight weeks together, you're going to build out a practical, effective toolkit to grow your confidence, a practical, effective toolkit to grow your confidence. So we're going to build that together. And then after our eight weeks together, you're going to have that to continue practicing. So you're going to be creating new routines that are really supportive to grow your confidence, grow your mental wellness. You're going to learn new practices, new tools. I'm going to be sharing meditations, affirmations, journal prompts. We're going to have a group chat with accountability, with coaching every week. I am so excited. So if you're in a space where you're like, I'm so ready to learn new tools, to have a toolkit, to have more healthy daily routines that are really supportive of your mental wellness, growing your confidence, your self-love, this is for you, my friend. And I want to just break down a little bit the eight weeks. So we have a part one and a part two. So part one is the first four weeks, with it, which, is all about, which is all about the foundations. It's healthy soil planting seeds and watering. Okay. Healthy soil, planting seeds and watering. This is where we get so clear on what your vision is, what you want out of life, who you want to be getting so crystal clear on where you are trying to go and the type of woman you want to be in your life. And then we're going to be diving into how to stop second guessing yourself, different practical mindset tools. We'll be talking so much about soothing the nervous system, which is a huge foundational piece of growing our confidence is soothing the nervous system. So important, so important that we are doing that work. And then part two, the last four weeks is going to be all about people pleasing, 
self-compassion, your inner critic, creating your validation from within, receiving validation from God and from yourself, setting healthy boundaries. So every week we have a very specific topic and theme that you're going to receive a training on, coaching, check-ins. I have an amazing in-depth workbook for all of my ladies out there who really enjoy writing stuff out and seeing it. So you're going to have a workbook to work through to really be a visual representation of everything we're doing together. And then by the eight weeks, you're going to have these amazing healthy practices, routines that are so supportive of your mental wellness, of helping you show up every day, taking care of yourself, taking steps towards your goals, speaking up, feeling more confident, feeling more comfortable just being yourself. That's what this space is about. Okay. So head to freeandwell.org slash bloom. If you want to sign up before June 1st to get all of those amazing early bird perks, the early bird perks are 10% discount off the entire program, which is nuts already. Plus you get a one-on-one call with me for free. And then two weeks of me and just you an individual chat, individual chat, where you'll be able to get individualized support, accountability, coaching for two weeks. So all of that is a $250 value that you're getting for free if you sign up and save your spot before June 1st. So head to freeandwell.org slash bloom to go save your spot or DM me any questions you have. Okay, my friend, I hope you love this episode. Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the free and well podcast. I am so glad you're here. Are you ready to start growing your confidence and knowing that you are enough? Are you ready to stop being so hard on yourself, second guessing yourself and putting off those amazing goals you have? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and a dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I'm on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology-based tools to help you start being kinder to yourself, start creating consistent, positive, healthy routines, and start setting healthy boundaries. It's time for you to break free from self-doubt and your inner critic. You are worthy and enough just as you are today. And even though I'm a therapist, This show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. All right, my friend, it is your time. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. Welcome. So glad that you found this podcast. So glad to have you. And if you are a returning listener, I appreciate you so dearly. So glad to have you back. So what we're going to be talking about today is more so a personal share about something that's been coming up for me and actually something that's been coming up a lot in different conversations that I'm having. And so of course, I just wanted to bring it here for you. I wanted to bring it here to you for us to chat about and to see what comes up for you, what you're noticing, if this is something you experienced. And 
I'm hoping that you find it helpful. So what I want to talk about today is this idea of when we have feelings, when we have a certain feeling, what do we instinctually do? When we have a feeling, what do we instinctually do? And I think often for a lot of us, what I've been noticing in in myself and in other conversations I've been having is that we tend to hop into this analyzing, judging, criticizing, questioning mode, right? And so I want you to really think about a moment recently where you had, you know, maybe some moments of frustration or maybe some moments of self-doubt come up or whatever those feelings are. And to notice what is your instinctual reaction? Like, what do you do when you notice that these feelings are here? And, or maybe an even zoom, you know, a little bit of a zoomed out question. Do you even notice the feelings are there? Right? Because sometimes that can take us a little bit of time to realize that those feelings are even there. Sometimes we don't even notice that we're feeling so stressed, anxious, overwhelmed until we have one of those like volcanic moments, right? Where, like, I don't know, the barista makes the drink wrong and then you burst into tears, or, you know, like one of those moments where it's like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was just talking to my sister recently about one of those moments where it's like, it it seems sometimes like those things happen out of nowhere. Often they don't. Often they've been building. (laughs) They've, you know, they've been building. Our stress has been building. Um, The emotions that we are feeling under the surface have been building and warming and warming and warming. And I like to picture like a pot on a stovetop where... If we are continually having more and more things happen, we're having more emotions come up, we are human. We are going to have emotions come up throughout the day, throughout the week. That's just our experience. And so what can happen sometimes is if you picture that you are slowly turning up the heat on this pot, right? This pot full of water. You're slowly turning up the heat, turning up the heat, turning up the heat. At no point... Are we taking the lid off? At no point are we taking it off the burner? At no point are we cooling it back down, dropping that temperature? We're just continuing to turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. And then we wonder why all of a sudden we have an outburst, we're in tears, right? It's like that volcanic moment where we just now can't hold anything in. And again, it can so feel like, what the heck? Where did this even come from? Right? If we ask ourselves, though, really, often we can kind of pinpoint. And I love, I love those moments in sessions where it's like, okay, let's zoom out. Let's zoom out and really see what's been going on. And one of my favorite things to hear is like, oh, <laughs> that actually... That, that makes a lot of sense. That actually makes a lot of sense now. Just that, that validation and acknowledgement to be able to say, oh, wow, it actually makes sense that I got to this place of feeling really overwhelmed or where I just kind of burst out in tears or I just like, I don't know why I've been feeling so on edge, right? Whatever those things are, to have that moment of like, wow, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. <sighs> okay, so circling back to what we're talking about today is... This idea of what have we learned? How have we learned to respond to our feelings? And what I'm seeing in so many of these conversations is that so many of us have learned to 
not necessarily. I will, I will even dare to say this for, for my own personal experience and what I'm, you know, what I'm conversing with and seeing with other people is that so many of us never learned to feel our feelings. We don't know how to do that in a healthy, safe, supportive way. And random side note, I actually, a lot of my experience within the mental health field was working with children um, in schools and nonprofits, and which I just have such a passion for. I'm sure that that will come back into my work one day, maybe when I have kids of my own. But um, I just, it's so important to learn those things. It's so, and that's a part of what I was so passionate about with working with kids is like helping, helping kids learn those skills, those social emotional skills that, you know, so often if we don't learn how to have a big feeling, how to respond to it in a healthy, supportive, safe way, how the heck would we ever know how to do that? Like when, when would we ever have learned to do that? And so I just want to validate you here for a quick sec before we move into, you know, some practices to, to try out, but just really validating you for a second of if this is something that feels really hard for you, not only are you not alone, because I'm telling you that I experienced this myself. My therapist actually acknowledged this the other day in a session. She was like, are you actually feeling the feelings that are coming up? And I was like, great question. That is a great question. This is why I'm in therapy. (laughs) And so I'm coming to you with this. So not only is this something that I'm continually moving through, but also in a lot of the conversations that I'm having, this is common. This is very natural that if we have not intentionally been taught how to handle big feelings and hard moments, we're not going to know how to do that in a super supportive way. And so what ends up happening is that we learn we learn through our experiences how to best handle them in a way that makes the most sense. So we either learn how to handle them through our caregivers, we learn how to handle it through just whatever makes the most sense when you're a young child, and then we can continue to use those responses, those coping skills, right? We, we continue to take those as we grow, and sometimes what, what I'm noticing now is Sometimes those things are healthy and helpful and other, other ways of responding, at least for me, I'm noticing aren't the most helpful. And so something that I've been noticing is that when a big hard feeling comes up, I think a lot of us want to hop into, why am I feeling this way? We want to hop into, should I be feeling this way? We want to hop into analyzing it. And maybe there's even a little, little bit of judging it. So if we were to pause here for a second, my lovely, beautiful butterfly friend, I just so appreciate you being here. I so appreciate you being here. This is just such important stuff. (laughs) This is such important stuff, and I'm just so grateful that you're here and that you're open to hearing and learning and reflecting. Like this is, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I want you to pause for a second and I want you to ask yourself and be super real with yourself. No one else is, I mean, maybe there are other people around you. You don't need to say anything else out loud for yourself. Be honest with yourself here. When you have a difficult feeling, what do you, what's your first reaction? What's your response? What do you do with that? Do you err towards 
judging it? Do you err towards analyzing it? Do you err towards... I'm totally brain farting on the other ones. (laughs) Judging, criticizing, analyzing. What do you notice? How do you respond to it? Oh, we say should. I should. Should I be feeling this way? Why do I feel this way? Analyzing it. Why do I feel this way? Should I feel this way? Judging it. Do you notice that you lean towards one of those responses? And it's really powerful to get really honest and notice our patterns. And notice our patterns. Because the patterns that you experience are what are creating the reality that you're experiencing, how you're experiencing yourself and your life. And if we want to create some shifts there, if you're wanting to feel more peace, more well-being, more contentment, more joy, more confidence, whatever those things are, a huge part of that is noticing what are the patterns that I'm in and shifting into a new pattern, being open to a new pattern. So asking yourself and being honest, when I have a hard feeling, what do I do? Do I find myself going into, why do I feel this way? Should I feel this way? Judging it. Okay, so that's the first piece, is noticing what you lean into. And again, acknowledging that is okay. We're not ever here to notice patterns and to judge them. Every pattern that you have, every behavior that you have, every way that you think is some form of you learned it and it was the... It was the best that you knew how to do at the time with what you had available to you. I deeply believe that. Everything that you do right now is some form of you learned it. It was helpful at the time. It was the best you knew how to do, and that's okay. It was helpful at the time, and you needed it. And now we're reflecting. We're pausing. We're we're curious about trying something different. Okay. So what I want to encourage you in, what I want to encourage you is you guys know I am so about just small, small, small actionable steps, okay? Small actionable steps, okay? Small actionable steps is what we're doing. So what I want to encourage you in is number one, starting to even just notice how you respond to feelings. Noticing how you respond when you have an uncomfortable feeling Noticing what you feel inclined to move into. Is it, I go into, why? Am I analyzing it? Am I judging it? Am I shooting myself? Should I be feeling this way? That's what I'm referring to. So practice to explore. Number one would just be noticing where do I find myself wanting to move into. And then number two would be allowing yourself to just notice the emotion and name it. We're going to start we're going to start small. Noticing it and naming it. Noticing it and naming it. So what that means, don't ask me why I repeated that multiple times, please. <laughs> no, I almost just said it again. I'm going to now because now I have to finish the loop in my brain. Noticing it and naming it. So what we want to do is become more aware of how you are feeling, becoming more aware of what the emotions are. And if we loop back to this beautiful metaphor of a pot of water on the stovetop, 
When you are noticing and naming emotions throughout the day as they arise, you are turning the heat down. You are regu- So an emotion comes in, turns up the heat to like a three, four, five. By noticing, naming it, and even taking a couple of breaths, you are turning the heat back down. You are turning the heat back down. Okay, another emotion comes up in a bit. Turns it back up to three, four, five, six, seven, even maybe. We name it, we breathe, we're noticing it, turning it back down. And of course, I'm oversimplifying this. Sometimes it doesn't just turn it back down immediately. We're not forcing that to happen. But what we are doing is the more that you start practicing, noticing and naming the feelings that are coming up helps us do a couple different things, okay? Helps us not get to that volcanic place where we are randomly bursting into tears at Target because they don't have the lip gloss color that we wanted, (laughs) And I don't mean to giggle. I I definitely have random moments of outbursts and tears. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. But it helps reduce how often that happens because we're checking in with ourselves. You're checking in with yourself. Another thing it helps us with. So it helps us not get to a place of emotional overwhelm and those volcanic moments of emotion, right? Keeping us from that space of getting so overwhelmed by our emotions. It also helps us just be more connected to ourselves. It helps us be more connected and in tune with how we are actually feeling. And the other day I was having a lot of emotions coming up and I literally, it takes so much intention. I had to actually like pause, sit, And literally ask myself, what emotions are here with me right now? What am I noticing right now? What am I feeling right now? And literally name them. That's what I'm referring to. I'm noticing anxiousness. I'm noticing excitement. I'm noticing gratitude. I'm noticing stress. I'm noticing tension. What are you noticing? So not only does this help us stay more emotionally, I don't know what the word would be, but not getting to that place of emotional overwhelm, emotional burnout, emotional, right? Such high levels of dysregulation. It also helps us be more in tune with ourselves. And there's so much power being in tune with ourselves and our emotions throughout the day because then we can give ourselves what we need. If you're noticing in a moment, wow, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. I didn't even realize I was feeling overwhelmed. I just thought I was in a pissy mood and everyone was annoying. (laughs) But now that I'm asking myself, I'm noticing I'm actually feeling really overwhelmed. I'm feeling stressed. What what can I do right now? What would feel supportive for me right now? I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to stretch. Maybe you notice that you're hungry. Maybe you notice that you need some fresh air. You need a walk. You need a stretch. You need a hug. It helps us meet ourselves more. It helps us know what we are feeling then we know what we might need. But it also helps us, another random, just to throw out there, is emotions come in like waves and they are meant to just be felt and experienced and then they roll out on their own. But so often, we don't let that happen. We have an emotion roll in like a wave and then we hold on to it 
We ask why it's here. We question, should I be feeling this? We analyze it. We judge it. We criticize it. And that's actually when we end up having a lot of struggle. And it's actually adding and creating more suffering for ourselves. Because emotions actually, I can't remember exactly how long it was, but I remember learning at one point that emotions really only last maybe up to 90 seconds if we let them roll in and we let them roll out. But so often we judge it. We ask, should I be feeling this way? We ask why. We try to analyze it. We criticize it. And so practicing these two steps here, noticing and naming it. Noticing and naming it. Just to start allowing our emotions to roll in, to roll out. And of course, as always, if you need support with this, sometimes this can feel like a lot. Sometimes it doesn't feel safe to do this. Please find support, whether that's a mental health professional, whether whatever that looks like for you, find some support. If you're like, this doesn't feel safe or comfortable for me to do alone, notice that, honor that, and get the support that you need. It's exactly why, right? That's, that's why therapy is here. Okay. Okay. My beautiful friend, taking a deep breath here, noticing what is one piece of what we talked about here that is standing out to you. Maybe noticing kind of what your instinctual response is, what your learned response is to big feelings, wanting to explore, maybe noticing your feelings more, naming them more often or anything else that stood out to you, maybe another nugget that stood out to you, taking a breath and noticing what is the one piece that is standing out that you want to walk away with. Okay, my lovely friend, I appreciate you so, so much. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. As always, and I know I don't say this very often, and so I'm going to start sharing this more, I would love to know what you are loving. So if you love this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend or hop over to Instagram, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Love to know what's standing out. Uh, it just, it just, it, honestly, it warms my heart, but then I also just love knowing which episodes you're loving the most. Would love to hear your thoughts. So here for it. That's literally the only reason why I'm on social media pretty much is to be able to hear from you guys about what you're loving, what's coming up for you from the podcast, just to chat with you. So head over to Instagram, feel free to send me a DM, let me know what you're loving or share this with a friend. I would appreciate it so much. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go, I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.